Welcome to 9to5Mac Daily for Thursday, March 9th, 2023. I'm your host, Chance Miller. We are sponsored this week by Stop the Madness, the web browser extension that stops website annoyances and privacy violations. Leading off today, Apple is widely expected to debut its first iPad Pro with OLED display sometime next year. In the lead up to the official announcement, a new supply chain report today suggests that Apple is also planning a big price increase for the OLED iPad Pro lineup. According to the supply chain blog, The Alec, Apple is currently targeting a $1,500 starting price for the 11-inch iPad Pro with OLED and an $1,800 starting price for the 12.9-inch. This would be a significant price increase compared to the current iPad Pro, where the 11-inch starts at $800 and the 12.9-inch starts at $1,100. But right off the bat, we'd say to treat this rumor with a healthy dose of skepticism for the time being. We're still at least a year away from Apple officially announcing the first OLED iPad Pro models, and even as today's report points out, these prices can change as Apple finalizes agreements with its suppliers. And supply chain sources don't even usually have a read on what Apple is internally planning for new product pricing. But what they can do is make educated guesses based on what they know about component pricing, And it is certainly clear that OLED screens are more expensive than what Apple currently uses in the iPad Pro. So I'm fully expecting the iPad Pro to get more expensive when Apple switches to OLED, but I just don't think we'll see as dramatic of an increase as this rumor claims. In other news today, Spotify has shown off a major update that's rolling out now for its iOS application. Spotify is calling this the biggest evolution yet of its mobile app, and the focus point is a new TikTok-style home feed that aims to combine everything you like from music, podcasts, videos, shows, and audiobooks. Spotify says this is, quote, a new dynamic mobile interface built for deeper discovery and more meaningful connections between artists and fans, and it's our biggest evolution yet, end quote. The focus of this new design is on what Spotify calls more active experiences with completely new and interactive designs. The new mobile home feed and search experiences aim to combine everything from music and podcasts to shows and audiobooks all in a single feed. This new design is already facing criticism from some Spotify users who say that it makes it harder to actually find music to listen to. Spotify has frustrated its users in the past by increasing its focus on things like podcasts and audiobooks, oftentimes at the expense of easier access to music. We've got a closer look at this new Spotify design at the link in the show notes below. If you're a Spotify user in the United States, Spotify says this new design has started rolling out now. We are sponsored this week by Stop the Madness a web browser extension that stops website annoyances and privacy violations. Stop the Madness is available for Mac and iOS via the App Store, and it works to protect things like copy and paste, contextual menus, password autofill, and keyboard shortcuts. For instance, if you come across a website that has copy and pasting blocked, Stop the Madness brings it back. But Stop the Madness can do a lot more than that. It stops autoplaying videos, and replaces any sort of third-party video controls with the native video controls of Safari. It can stop link tracking, 
and remove tracking tags, and it can let you customize fonts, page style, redirects, and more. I use Stop the Madness on my Mac, iPad, and iPhone, and at this point, I can't imagine browsing the internet without it. You can learn more and download it today by going to underpassapp.com slash stopthemadness or just tap on the link in the show notes. My thanks to Stop the Madness for their support of 9to5Mac daily. Rounding out today, Apple has officially taken the wraps off its new Apple Music Classical application. Apple Music Classical is the long-awaited, dedicated app from Apple for classical music streaming. It comes after Apple acquired the Prime Phonic Music Streaming Service in 2021, which was a separate music streaming service focused just on classical music. Apple had promised to launch its own dedicated classical music streaming app before the end of 2022, but it missed that deadline. Apple says that Apple Music Classical will launch on March 28th with a library of over 5 million tracks, high-resolution lossless audio, thousands of exclusive albums, and much more. The reason that Apple Music Classical is a separate application is because of all of the different types of metadata available for classical music. Apple says that this metadata allows you to make sure you know exactly what and which artist is playing. This is also especially useful because there are sometimes dozens of different versions of the same song. You'll also find thousands of editorial notes with composer biographies, descriptions of key works, deep dive guides for different types of artists, and more. Apple Music Classical is included as part of the standard Apple Music subscription, so there's no added cost. When it launches later this month, Apple Music Classical will only be available on the iPhone. There will not be a dedicated app for the iPad, and it'll be available anywhere Apple Music is available, with the exceptions of China, Japan, Korea, and Taiwan. You can hit the link in the show notes to pre-order the Apple Music Classical application from the App Store, and it'll automatically download to your device on March 28th. That wraps up another episode of 9to5Mac Daily. As always, you can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5Mac.com. Follow along with me on Mastodon or Twitter at Chance H. Miller. And we'll be back tomorrow for a new episode of 9to5Mac Daily.